I'm curious kind of your thoughts on what you think aside from, you know, the goals and the attacking mindset and, you know, which are necessary and obviously very valuable. What has Rubio Rubin kind of brought to the culture and kind of the fabric of, of the team from a connectivity and a camaraderie standpoint? He's been a really important piece uh, for our team this year in terms of playing on the field. He's, I feel like he's one of the more natural or true number nines that we've had in a while where he stays central and you can play him any kind of pass. And a uh, majority of the time he holds it up and helps us out with possession. And he's kind of like a safety valve up there. Just when we're in trouble, we can rely on him to, to help get us out of trouble. And then in terms of the locker room, he's, it's always interesting how new guys are going to integrate coming into a new team. And he's, he's done a really good job being a good teammate, working hard at training. And uh, he's, he's earned all of the success that he's had so far. And he's definitely helped out the team. Tom, your line's open. Nick, um, at, at 28 years old, that there's an argument, or 28 years young, I should say, I apologize. There's an argument to be made that you're, you're playing some of the best football of your, of your career. So I guess what, I'm curious, like, what, what was the catalyst behind your run of form this season towards the end of last season? And, and how, how have you found the confidence um, to showcase your skill set that, that you've been doing now for a few months? Yeah, I think my pathway to to this point has been, you know, it's been an uphill journey. It's been a lot of hard work. So, um, I don't know. It's I feel like I'm getting an opportunity to play. I'm playing with confidence. And uh, if there's one thing that I've learned from, you know, my seven years of playing, confidence is huge. And uh, can you be taken away quickly and it, it can – you know, once you finally have it, you can start doing things or without confidence. So uh, I definitely, I feel like I'm playing, like you said, some of the best soccer I've played in my career. And um, it, it feels good to be playing well, helping the team. But again, I think a lot of it comes down to just playing confident. And I feel like I've earned the coach's trust. And with that trust, you kind of play more freely. Alex, your line's open. What makes Andrew Brody a unique player? Everything. I mean, he's he's probably the skinniest guy, smallest guy on the field. And you watch the game yesterday, he goes into tackle and he gets two guys kind of laying on the ground. It's just stuff you don't expect. Um, He's just this really slippery player. You think you have him in a tackle, gets one last touch behind you. yeah, he's he's just so unique. He's helped out the team a lot this year. And another guy that um, has had to work for his success so far, and he's done extremely well with his opportunities. Tom, your line's open. Nick, what, what is your role when you play alongside Pablo? Pa- Pablo's um, he's, he's a unique player as well, I guess you could say. He, he's very good when, when he's got the ball at his feet, but He's also a threat if he creeps forward. Help me understand kind of um, your, your instruction, specifically when you play alongside Pablo Ruiz. 
Yeah, I think we both can be good connectors of the ball sometimes. Uh, that's obviously one of his strengths, though. He, he's got an unbelievable left foot. So I think um, there's times where I can help him out, relieve some pressure um, in terms of building out, helping with possession, um, allowing him to maybe play that that final ball quality that he has and then again I think I I can do a good job of helping in transition moments kind of stalling some attacks helping on the defensive side um, you know where maybe he can allow to stay up a little bit he does a really good job of working back too though so he he can do everything as well but I think like I said there's those times where um, where he can maybe stay away from the ball and I can help relieve some of that pressure and slowly work the ball to his side where um, then he can do his thing. Alex, your lines open. Nick, Justin Miram said um, maybe like three weeks ago now that when when he talks about or that he that he calls um, Andrew Brody Danny Alves. Is that a is that an apt comparison? Do you think? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, Danny Alves player and uh, Brody's playing really well. They probably play pretty similar though. Tom, your line's open. Uh, Nick, uh, it was very evident against Vancouver. You guys were trying to play uh, out of the back uh, and control the tempo and speed of the contest. I have to imagine that that'll take place on a number of occasions going forward when you guys are at home, now that you've had a chance to look at some of the tape and the film, and review the good, the bad, and, and everything else in between. What what did you like um, against Vancouver, specifically y- yourself, um, when you guys were trying to build out of the back, you and, and the midfield group uh, play a large role in all of that, obviously? <clears throat> yeah, I felt there was – I felt like that game was one of the games where we had our opportunity to – very sharp. We caused a lot of the errors, uh, a lot of unforced errors that we had. But <clears throat> I don't think we had shied away from it too much. I think at home we need to have the confidence to continue to play. Um, one of the things we talked about was to try to stay on the forefront, especially in the second half, because that's where a lot of our failures have come this year is maybe um, releasing some of the pressure that we've had on the defensive end, we've been dropping off. Um, so we try to stay on the forefront. I, I don't think, like I said earlier, I don't think we had our sharpest game. It's something that, you know, maybe it was the three weeks that we had off. We were a little rusty, but it's um, we, we want to try to keep the ball as much as we can. And I think uh, it's something that we'll continue to build on. And hopefully we can have more games at home where we're a little bit cleaner and we can get into the offensive third a little bit. Any other questions for Nick? Use the raise hand function. Alex, your line's open. Nick, you guys uh, kind of compared from last year to this year. You know, last year there were there were plenty of times where you guys gave up the first goal. This year it's kind of flipped. You're you're scoring the first goal on on most, if not all, occasions, if I remember correctly. What do you think has kind of contributed to to that? 
Um, I don't know. I, I just think it's a different year. It's a different team completely. Um, obviously, we have some of the same pieces, but a lot of the attack is is different with, you know, Rubio Anderson and you know, Brody now flying up the wing. I, it's, it's really hard to compare to last year in terms of why I mean, you know, it's, I think we play better defense as a, as a whole. More opportunities to counter team. And um, yeah, I just think last year we got in a rut where, Quite frankly, we just didn't play very well. And I think this year we, we were just playing a lot better. So that's probably one of the reasons why we're scoring the first goal on, on some teams. Tom, your line's open. Unlike against Vancouver, when you control most of uh, most of the possession, I have to imagine against Seattle midweek, there will be large um, facets of the game where you guys are defending. Um, does does the speed kill in that regard? Is is that being some of, and you just mentioned some of the new additions in the attacking third, but just just overall speed and explosion in that um, attacking third has been rather influential for you guys on the road uh, as a midfielder. Um, how, how much easier is it now to to see space and just throw the ball out there for somebody like Anderson or Rubio to to track down? Yeah, it's helpful. I think I mentioned earlier with Rubio, um, he certainly can get in behind, but he is one of his strengths is he's just so good at holding the ball up with uh, center backs on his back. And with Anderson, you can kind of roll a ball, like you said, in behind, and there's there's a good chance that he'll get to it. Uh, it's just, again, getting more – I feel like we're playing more comfortable with those guys, and uh, it certainly makes – at times it makes it easier for the midfielders and even the defenders to when we're in trouble to kind of just put it, put it behind them and have Anderson run. Alex, your line's open. Nick, as the schedule kind of gets tighter and there's more of these, um, you know, midweek games coming up and, you know, that kind of translates to having um, lighter training sessions and things like that. How, how much importance is kind of placed on the player's individual kind of work and, you know, film work and, and other kinds of things that kind of keep sharp, not just physically, but mentally. Uh, yeah, I just, I think we do, and we do a lot of the same stuff. We prepare um, the same way. It's just a little more condensed um, into a shorter time frame for each team. We do the same kind of preparation, same kind of film. Uh, we have less days of training, but in terms of you know, getting prepared, we, we still do, do everything. The staff gets everything prepared for us. And it's really comes down to into like for individuals, how well we, we take care of our bodies and rest up and prepare for these games.